It's your Gator Volleyball Podcast. From the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida, it's the next generation of Gator Sports media personalities, bringing you the latest in Gator Sports, courtesy of the Orange and Blue Sports Network. It's your Gator Volleyball Podcast. Welcome back to the Gator Volleyball Podcast on the Orange and Blue Sports Network. My name is Nick Abreu, and I will be your host today, beat reporter for ESPN Gainesville on the volleyball. So today we have a few good topics on the Gator Volleyball team for you guys today. We're going to recap some of the games that we haven't yet, some of the recent games this week, including the win against Texas A&M last Friday, as well as the win against Ole Miss on Wednesday. And then lastly, we're going to wrap it up with some of our upcoming fixtures and how these fixtures are going to shape the rest of our season. So some good stuff today, and let's just get right into it. So starting off with the win against Texas A&M last Friday, the Gators took down Texas A&M in four sets at College Station. Big win for the Gators, another SEC win. We have struggled in SEC play recently and haven't really been able to get a consistent, uh, consistent win percentage in conference play. So, so big win here last Friday. Uh, we actually also lost to Texas A&M a couple weeks ago. We were swept by them at home, which is a rare sight in Gainesville. The Gators are always one of those top-end teams in in college volleyball, and seeing them get swept at home, it, that's a rare sight. So, so the Gators were able to get some revenge here against Texas A&M, going into their house and showing them, um, showing them who we really are. So defense was a major factor in this game, which I think has been one of the most important parts of our game all season. And I think in order for us to keep winning games, this defense is really going to be doing the brunt of the work. So we set a four-set season high with 17 blocks, and we're able to keep them at only a hitting percentage of .117 throughout the game. That is absolutely great. Four sets, 17 blocks. um, That's a really high blocks per set. And I think one of the main factors in this was the return of Gabby Essex. She, she's been back for a couple games now, but she actually didn't play last, last time out against Texas A&M. And I think her along with Nettie Okamore and Kennedy Martin, that height in the front line is so important. And it really is kind of overpowering other teams that may not have the same amount of height. Gabby Essex, Kennedy Martin both chipped in with nine blocks. Onetti Okamore had seven for herself. So as you can see, major block numbers and a lot of points coming from the defensive end, which which was really important in this win. Um, as a team, we also had 59 team digs, another four-set season high. So again, the defense was just insane for the Gators this game. And it really set the tone for the rest of the game. Ellie McKissick actually led the team with 17 digs, and was able to surpass Live Vance's 1,444 digs for third all-time in Florida Florida volleyball history in digs. So shout-out to Ellie McKissick. She's been so consistent, so good for so many years, and she is one of the leaders of this team, and she really deserves that. She's actually closing in on second place now, and she should be able to get to that by the end of the season. So, so we'll see. We'll get more updates on that later in the season. But some other notable stats offensively, Sophia Victoria actually led the team with 17 kills, which is her season high. 
And this is huge. Sophia Victoria has been that. She started a few games, but she usually comes off the bench, and she's always been that energy piece, that piece that really gets the team going when they're down, will get those clutch kills to end the sets off. And seeing her come out, have a big game, 17 kills leading the whole team, above Martin, above AC Fitzpatrick, I think that's huge. And I think she has the ability to keep on doing this if if the team needs it. And if she can, it'd be great. Also, Kennedy Muff recorded her third double-double of the season with 43 assists and 10 digs. She has also been insanely consistent this season, um, getting 40-plus digs, it seems, in every game. And being able to do that in three sets is, is pretty impressive, as well as the 10 digs. Double-double uh, in three sets is kind of insane. But third double-double of the season, she is really um, feeling more comfortable in this role that she's that she's jumped into this year, and I give her a lot of credit for that. So... Um, again, a good win against Texas A&M, and I think, I think it really the fact that we were able to come back and beat them after having such a tough loss against them last time out is a big indicator for the rest of the season. So now moving into the win against Ole Miss, uh, the Gators actually took home a three-set sweep against Ole Miss on Wednesday night. So another big win for the Gators. This marked the end of a three-game road trip where the Gators actually ended up two and one. So big shout-out to Mary Wise, all the Gators players, really, because a three-game road trip can be really physically taxing, and it's something that's not not easy to go through. And being able to get a winning record, even while we're struggling in a, in like a period where we're, we're really struggling, um, I think that's really big for the morale of the team. This was also the first time the Gators have won back-to-back games since they beat Georgia in September on September 24th. So we've had six games in a row where it was loss, win, loss, win, and it's just been like that. So the fact that we were able to get back-to-back wins and continue the momentum that we received from the Texas A&M game is really big, both for our SEC record, our normal record, and just for our our contention with other top teams for maybe even a title slot in the future. Um, overall, though, it was a pretty good win, and it should put us into a flow for the rest of the season, I think. Defense, obviously, as always, was good. Three blocks from Essex, as well as five from Okamore. Obviously, not as much as we had in the Texas A&M game, but three sets, you're bound to have less. And even still, nine, we had nine blocks on the game. In a three-set game, I'd say that's pretty good, getting nine points from defensive side. We also had impressive digs numbers, seeing another 19 from McKissick. So as I was saying, she's been so consistent and one of the leaders for this team as a senior who's been playing here forever. And the fact that she's able to keep doing this so consistently. And actually, believe it or not, these sets were tight. I know we swept them, but we had two of these sets where we only won by two points. And that was the first and second set, actually. So if McKissick hadn't been so crucial on these digs... um the game might have turned out wildly different. We may have even lost. Who knows? So so it was good that McKissick is able to to be this rock that the rest of the team can rely on. Going more into the offensive numbers, Kennedy Martin single-handedly lifted us through this game. She had 19 kills in the three sets, which tied her three-set career high. And she also had a career-high .589 hitting percentage which is absolutely insane. Imagine hitting 5, .589 as an outside hitter and getting 19 kills. 
that that it, obviously it's not sustainable. But if she can get even close to that for the rest of the season, the Gators will be unstoppable. So the Gators also had three set season highs in assists and kills this game. So shout out to the offense who has seemed to struggle over the last few weeks. But they really found their flow in this game. And hopefully that can be an indicator of what's to come the rest of the season. All right, so now getting into some of our upcoming games. We have a really tough schedule coming up. First, we play number 10, Arkansas, next. Uh, Arkansas is really the biggest test that the Gators have seen since Alexis Stuckey went down with her injury. Uh, we played teams like Auburn, who was ranked when we played them, and we were able to pick up that win. But it wasn't a convincing win. It went to five sets, so it was really close. And, Ar- and Auburn is no longer ranked. So I don't know if you want to use that as an indicator of our strength for the future. However, Arkansas is ranked number 10 right now, and they have been tearing through teams and are one of the top teams in the country so far. So a win here will really prove how realistic their championships hope are, hopes are this season. The only problem is, after this number 10 matchup, we have two more top 15 SEC matchups in number 12 Tennessee as well as number 15 Kentucky. So it's going to be a, a tough three-game stretch, but if we can get through it with two, if we can get through it with two wins, that would be a major win for in our in my book. That'll be huge for the Gators, and it'll really show how competitive we will be for the rest of the season. Also, something to note is that all three ga- these games are at home, so the Gators will get a little bit of a break from the road, and it, that road crowd energy, I mean that home energy might be able to power us through some sets in these games. So these games are really ones to look at um, to see how this Florida team will fare for the rest of the season and possibly in the tournament later on. Um, So, yeah, that's about it. Thank you all for listening. Remember to follow us at OBSN Gators on Instagram and Twitter and to listen to us on Spotify and Apple Music. Thank you all very much. See you later.